everyone, this is episode number six of the Recursive Podcast, and we are going to talk about a, a topic that hits us all, and we're going to talk about remote work and the future of it, our experiences, um, some hot takes maybe sprinkled throughout yep. that, and yeah, that's going to be uh, a, a little bit more focused on the tech industry because that's kind of our background and uh, personal experience. Yeah, but that being said, um, what has happened to you, man, between uh, between now and uh, the previous episode? Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been going great. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really special, just you know, uh, keeping in the groove, working out, hanging out with friends. Uh, but I've also been uh, launching a new side project, All right. which I'm excited to talk a little bit about at mm-hmm. least. Uh, but yeah, what have you been up to? So I got sick really bad, which I just shared yeah. with you uh, after recording the last episode. Took me like a little over a week to recover. I'm kind of on the on the better hand right now, and yeah, it was weird, but I I feel rested now because mm-hmm. you know I had to slow things down. Um, Last Saturday was such a beautiful day, by the way. I need to yeah. mention that. The weather was just absolutely perfect. Like 20-ish degrees, a little breeze now and then. The humidity was good. Yep. Um, I'm, 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 I may be all to really emphasize these details, <laughs> but honestly, like, um, there's, it's always easy to complain about bad weather and whatever it's not correct that I realize when I, whenever that's happening, I'm realizing... But I don't appreciate the days that are really good, good uh, uh, enough. Yeah. So I did uh, really, you know, uh, consciously uh, experience that, and I did old man things as well. I did uh, cleaning up the the garden, so mm. raking up the leaves and uh, doing all of that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of addictive. Yeah. To uh, <laughs> to clean it all up. So, uh, yeah, I think I. Uh, you know, uh, reaped in the harvest of the good weather as much as possible. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's substantially worse now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's why you need to appreciate the few. But this is what we call April weather in Sweden. Yeah. Like yeah. it can change completely. Yeah. One day it can snow and one day it's sunny. Yeah. yeah, but you you mentioned something about your side project. Yeah, exactly. So I hinted a bit about this, the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So what I built is a Raycast extension for mm-hmm. finding public uh, transport departures in the greater Stockholm region. Uh, so metros, buses, trams, uh, trains, and even chips. So like, uh, yeah, the commuter uh, boats here in yeah. Stockholm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like maybe just... We've been talking about it a lot because we're both big fans of Raycast. But just for the people who don't know, mm-hmm. Raycast is Mac OS only for now. It's an program that you can use to, well, basically replace your Spotlight with. What Spotlight is for people who don't know that is it's like a, an Omni box that you can search for files. Uh, uh, do uh, conversions of uh, f- valuta for money. open applications uh, yeah. yeah it's a power yeah. tool it's a big power tool but the beauty about Raycast is it's uh, extensible through a store right and you mm-hmm. publish your first 
extension. My second. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this really good API for building extensions uh, with uh, React, and uh, they have a very very good set of like um, components you can use. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess it's for both good and bad. You can't do very custom stuff. You have to like stick to their components, their lists, their action panels, um, markdown, and stuff like that. I'm just curious, right? So, but like, do they does it doesn't compile anything, or like, I how are you stopped from not using custom code? It doesn't render uh. unless you use the components. So they're oh. doing something interesting, and the reason they're doing this is they're transpiling the code you write to Swift. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess they can only do that for like, like a very small set of components. Mm -hmm. If you do, I mean, everything web doesn't compile to Swift. Yeah. So you, it can only be a subset of things, I suppose. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to do this for everything we're saying, but I would like to uh, emphasize what transpiling kind of is. It's like... You have the one language, code language, and you convert that into a different language. Yeah. And then that runs in that one. So that's kind of transpiling. And compiling is somewhat related, but it's bet still within the same language. And then it's kind of like only becomes from human readable to kind of machine readable code, right? It's yeah. Yeah. Weird characters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, so I built this where you can search for departures. You can favorite your stations um and uh, i have plans on also adding like route planning so you can say i want to go from uh, the old town to Djurgården or something and mm -hmm. then it gives you like yeah you should take this metro and uh, you should walk this many meters and yeah. it's gonna take you this long yeah um so yeah it, i published it it's live in the in the raycast store people seem to like it mm -hmm. um and yeah, overall, it's been super fun to just play with the Raycast API. Yeah, because you, you did get a big positive response from quite a few people on Twitter, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, another thing that might be worth mentioning is the way I do this is I use a open API mm -hmm. that Stockholm provides with uh, real-time data for all public transport, which is super cool. Yeah, really cool. And there's this organization called... Uh, Traffic Lab, Traffic Lab, mm -hmm. um, and they basically collect all open public transport APIs in the entire Sweden, because a lot of regions in Sweden have this. Mm -hmm. It's not only Stockholm, and then they like documents everything, and they um, basically provide API keys for all the APIs in oh. one in one interface. Oh. Um, so yeah, all props to them <laughs> for yeah. doing this. Yeah. The API is a bit flaky, but that's more on Stockholm's end than ah. on Traffic Club. Mm. So so just to think, like probably you could also do this for Umeå, for example, or any other place. You you could. Do yeah, as long as they have the API. Yeah. Not every region has it, but yeah. a lot of them have it. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, maybe you could like add all the APIs into one API mm -hmm. um, could be interesting. Yeah. It would also be super cool. I saw someone on Twitter uh, uh, comment this, like someone should build like a global 
public transport API or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would be super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I actually installed it myself as well, and I did play around with it. Um, it just needs to get in my system before I'm really using it that often. And I just gave you already gave me my biggest feedback, I guess, yeah. for me uh, that makes it uh, even more worthwhile using it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I know how to work around that specific uh, request, but yeah, it would be better if yeah. I mean, it only goes to show that if people are excited, they 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 are mm-hmm. giving you feedback to optimize the yeah. current experience. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So root planning is definitely. I think that's also what you asked yeah. for, yeah. Um, which is possible, but the way of doing it is a bit clunky with the API. Really? You have to go back and forth to different routes for actually figuring it out. Oh. Um, I, I've been kind of poking at it, but uh, I wanted to release it with a limited feature set for mm. now, so I could just get it out and not... Because good, sometimes, good yeah, when you strive for perfection you never like release it <laughs> and that uh, that's no. not good no, i salute you for uh, for bringing it out this way because it, it's working as it is it's not broken it's just that there is room for improvement but there always yeah. is so yeah of course nice. yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah enough about that let's get into the main uh, topic for today yeah which is uh, remote work, uh, to do or not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> uh, yeah. Pros yeah. and cons. Yeah. Have you done it, etc., etc. Do you want to kick it off? Yeah, sure. So have you have you worked any remote before? Or? So, let me actually tell you my in a in a brief overview what my general work experience is basically. So I used to work for a Dutch company in the Netherlands, where I'm you know in my hometown, where I was working never actually with people around me like physically right there was people at the office where i was at but and they were kind of my colleagues but i was never involved with them in any project okay barely like yeah just sometimes happens like very rarely let's say it like that so for me my colleagues there were uh people in the philippines Mm. So I own little ways, kind of worked remotely in some ways, right? Because I always work with them through chat or video call, or yeah, something similar. And then uh, uh, that was the the the, wor- the job I worked at mostly. And then I started working for a company which was based here, but then still from the Netherlands, which meant you know remote mm. work is the only answer to that. Yeah, which didn't feel like that big of a change for both yeah, the other sure. one, right? Yeah, sure. And uh, in many ways, I do like it. But did you work then from home at that job? Yeah, well... Or did you have like a co-working space or well something? Well, uh, I think a, a, a fair note here being COVID was rampant yeah, yeah, back yeah. then. So lockdown was a thing. And uh, I kind of I, I kind of fare well uh, um, on a location where everything is just accessible around you you can leave your computer and you know if you close your laptop or whatever you're you're home and you can do whatever right you don't mm-hmm. have to travel which i think is a big uh, I'll, maybe i'm shortcutting a lot of things here but so that's my experience more or less and i do l- feel right now that the world is kind of changing a bit with for me at least that i'm more 
like the, today I worked at the at, at, at an office, which is nice because sometimes a change of place is good. But uh, my experience overall is, it's percentage-wise, I would say, like feeling-wise as well, eighty percent remote. Like that's how I yeah. done it before. Mm-hmm. That's for me how it is. Which, yeah, I guess I'm fine with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Are there some things you enjoy more with being in an office? Mm. So. Being at an office, like, same thing as going to a gym, for example. You go to a gym because you're going to work out. You're going to mm-hmm. come into a certain mindset. It's going to, y- you bind this mindset or, you know, attitude yeah. with a location, right? Yeah, that's actually a very good uh, metaphor. Yeah. Uh, yeah because, like, working or working out from home can be quite difficult because... Yeah you yeah you just have to have a really really good mindset yeah. and like self-discipline mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so uh going to an office does uh, uh do that for me as well but the possible overhead of traveling uh, especially if weather is bad right and i'm like why am i traveling if i'm working online uh, yeah i could do things differently and uh then sometimes i'm that only goes to show, I guess, that I'm personally deep down more inclined towards working remotely opposed to physically being there. Mm-hmm. And uh, to add to that, uh, when I'm working somewhere, uh, like I do like to chit chat and whatever, but I do really uh, uh, cherish my focus moments, right? So whenever I'm focused, I have my music on or whatever, I'm just working, right? I have yeah. my focus on my work. So um then you know yeah you, you know what i mean like if people w- just around you are not in a focus mode therefore wanting to talk with you which is you know totally nice and everything but it can be like conflicting with your focus yeah. time uh, but i do feel that if you're working together and then you do have those chit chat moments it makes you bond on a different level with your colleagues, right? It's a whole different thing. So I do feel there's pros and cons to both of them. Um, but I think I love to get things done. <laughs> so that's why I, I love my focused moments uh, more than uh, anything else. Yeah, that's uh, overall how I feel about that. But how do you like what's what what you thrive on and yeah it's <coughs> your experience actually let's take it back f- from early days to, to yeah now. i mean i've really only been working from an office except in covid mm-hmm. of course um we had to work from home and i quite uh, dislike that i don't know i just i felt a bit lonely i think just yeah, working from home. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like I get more productive when I'm in an office. Mm-hmm. I get more inspired. I feel... Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel a bit tired when I work from home almost. Mm. Um, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But uh, nowadays, I 
almost only work from the office. Um, and I also think it depends a bit on the office you work in and the people you work with. Right now I work in a very small team um, where my whole team is in one room basically. Mm. Uh, and we're kind of all the same age. We like to do the same stuff. We have the same interests more or less. Uh, and then it's kind of like ha hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Um, which uh, I'd rather do than just sit at home. Uh, but sometimes when I really need to focus or I just don't feel like going to the office because I'm tired or in a bad mood or something, then I'll stay at home. Um, mm. yeah. the, but the, the current company you're working with are flex as flexible that you can maybe basically decide it on the day itself? That's Yeah, accepted. yeah. Mm. Um, we have like an office first policy, I guess, but... If I want to work two home two days at week per week at home, that's that's completely fine. Or if I want to work remote somewhere for a week, or mm -hmm. that's all right. Um, but I think this is maybe where my hot takes come in a little bit. All right, yeah. um, I think it's very hard to build something great all remotely, at least from the start. Um, I think there's tremendous value in just meeting in a room with a whiteboard and a coffee mm -hmm. and just like talk <laughs> face to face mm -hmm. without any delays or uh, with people not having their web camera on or being muted. It's hard to like sense what's going on, what's their mood, how, like how, how, uh, like uh, direct can I be yeah. or what like are they even interested in brainstorming right now or maybe they're just tired I don't know mm -hmm. and when it comes to actual brainstorming it's so much easier when you're all in the same room and mm -hmm. you can actually draw on a whiteboard um, or do some pair programming together or I've tried doing this remotely and I think, I think it's just very hard um, to get on the same same uh, sort of level mm. as in person. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you uh, in many ways, uh, but there's two thoughts in my head. One that says yes, and one says kind of like, well, not fully no, but like you know, begs to differ a bit. The, the, con the, 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 the ones that moves with you is yes, totally, because you know what you're kind of hinting towards is building a culture right? you need to yeah. know someone so you're building friendship culture as a company uh, especially as a startup you know there's nothing so there should become something yeah uh, culture is really important like, mm -hmm. without it there is just yeah like it, it lacks soul yeah exactly uh, the mo the, yeah without any culture i think motivation is uh, is going to be lower yeah yeah by by people yeah right yeah i mean <laughs> if you, uh, you have you read the book you decided to step here a little bit but have you re read the book sapiens by yuval Noah no Harari? i haven't i have heard of it all right yeah i love that book but what basically what they're saying one of the things he's saying is that we human species are so powerful because we can collaborate with anyone we don't really know right you can mm -hmm. just go out in the street and be like you know want to do something together you could right like an animal 
has a lot of more steps before it gets to that point where they can collaborate. Yeah. And then we as a human species can start to believe in a singular idea, let's say capitalism or you know Christianity or Islam. Yeah. It's like a, a, an idea that binds us all and pushes us towards a certain direction, mm. right? Which again is kind of like a cultural thing, right? Like he said, like it like we need to believe in something that makes us strive and it's a drive factor for us yeah but the negative one Mm -hmm. where is what i'm going to say it's more about uh experience and uh and and and, you know i've been working for like i said almost everything i've done is remote so i found my way Mm -hmm. and prior to that i did online gaming which is also like you know collaborating online without seeing the persons and really I, I'm not going to say that was on the same level, but it did set up the stage for me to then take it professionally and then, you know, growing towards that. But that's also only possible if your character is a little bit like that, right? So it's not that it's for everyone, mm-hmm. but I'm, um, like I said, I do agree with you, but I feel that depending on who you work with and who's your team, yeah, that kind of depends on what the approach is. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I I hear a lot of people do the same, uh, like, argument with gaming. Um, because that's all remote and that works perfectly fine. And I've, I've done that as well. I've played a lot of games when I was younger. League of Legends, Minecraft, Counter-Strike, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. I think there's it's different in some way. I can't really pinpoint it now, but well, sorry to interrupt you here, but uh, I think the biggest difference is is that the people only hop on a game if they want to play that game, so they kind of are motivated already, yeah, right? and they love it or something like that. While working doesn't like you said you can have your off day or you can feel like yeah. bad or something but you still kind of have to do it so yeah yeah that only means that yeah motivation. yeah i think there's something there like <sighs> yeah it's something with the motivation i think um the motivation to actually step up and deliver is going to be way higher when it comes to a game and when it comes to having fun. Um, when it comes to doing work, doing hard work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it's it's the same in some ways, but it's it's different in, in some ways as well. Yeah. Um, I agree, yeah. But, uh, okay, so, yeah, w- <laughs> we've been... Uh, going a bit in different directions here but yeah. uh, to, to, to kind of uh, tie it together where, where do you think the industry is growing I, I feel like it's after like in the end of corona mm-hmm. it seemed like yeah this is the way it's going to be forever now everyone is going re- to be remote no one's ever going to leave the house uh, let's just go all in but now it kind of feels like it switched a bit how do you feel yeah well <clears throat> how I feel feel like uh, or what do you think yeah what i think is is like what i've been reading what i've been picking up uh from the news or somewhat is that certain 
bigger tech companies are kind of reverting, reverting on their earlier statements, right? That during COVID, you could see that one after the other, they were uh, allowing or forcing remote work, right? Mm-hmm. Offices were closed and everything. And they're kind of reverting all of that a bit. Um, but my thought why they do it is also kind of like the economic situation, right? Wherein uh, money's uh, lower for everyone. So they were they want more direct control maybe, right? So the motivation probably is higher offices or at least they can see that people are at least there and maybe working, right? It's kind of like that approach maybe. Yeah, I think like for, for big companies like Microsoft or Oracle or like no one who works there like this is maybe a hot take but i don't think anyone has the passion to build the best fucking thing at some division at microsoft maybe there's a incorrect uh, um incorrect uh, take but um, i think it's a bit different when it comes to large corporations and startups yeah as startups, people take a risk. They they join the company because they believe it. Uh, believe mm-hmm. in it. They want it to succeed. Maybe they have stakes as well. Yeah. In larger companies, maybe when when work was all remote, they could slack a little bit. They maybe didn't really perform at a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, there are some other thoughts about that as well. But actually, for the smaller companies, I think remote work. Um, could still be viable because of the cost of having an office. Right? Yeah. Because starting off, having an office is a cost you don't need per se. Like it's like I totally agree with you. Like it has benefits to it, but it's not a must to get things rolling. So I can see that for s- smaller companies, depending on you know the cohesion of the team and whatever, that uh, an office is kind of like put on the back burner for sure right and I yeah guess i think that's why it's, sorry but i think it's way easier to start a startup now yeah you don't have to get a fancy office yeah. um you can you can start up remote see how it goes um and if there's product market fit but i think if you want to take it to the next step you have to gather around the whiteboard of course you have to to like really get on the same page and really build it yeah because uh, it kind of boils down like who we are as humans like how we are built like how yeah. we're wired right we're, yeah. we're tribe people yeah. in many ways right so we need to come together around a fire right we need yeah, to come yeah, around yeah, like yeah. A, exactly. sitting around a fire and talking about things and sharing stories and experiences yeah like it's basically to do <laughs> actually this is another idea i have now we're, we are a storytelling species. That's mm-hmm. what's been told many times over. Companies are just that, right? Like, mm. think of, of any, like, for, well, not everyone is doing a great job at it, but just imagine, like, Apple mm. what or any commercial like Coca-Cola. Their commercials are not about how good Coca-Cola is. Mm. No, it's about the experience. They right. try to tell you a story. So it's all about storytelling and, you know, that yeah. whole idea. But, that's a lot of <laughs> philosophical thought, maybe. Yeah, I have one more coming up for you here. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, bubble up. Um, uh, I was thinking a bit, and uh, maybe it all comes down to trust. Mm. When mm. you're just talking to someone who you never met, without seeing them, mm-hmm. 
then it's very hard to like actually fully trust that person yeah. compared to actually meeting in the room all equals yeah. and just having a cup of coffee mm-hmm. like and telling stories as you said that's going to make it a lot easier to trust each other yeah. uh, I think maybe that's also a big part because you need to trust each other to actually build something really really great yeah. together yeah that's true but uh, to the circle back to your question to me about the companies or what you see what I saw happening in general right like what do you, like do you have any like uh, predictions of what could happen yeah no I think you covered uh, a lot of the same ideas I have there um I'm seeing like medium-sized companies are going remote now, like Vercel and Prisma and, and these sort of companies. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be growing pretty good. Um, my understanding is they still have like offices, like central offices. Like I think Prisma has an office in Berlin, for example, mm-hmm. where they do offsites in or you can go there and work. Rem- work um, like you can sit there and meet the team but maybe you still have your colleagues in the US or something mm-hmm. um, and I think that's probably where it's growing mm-hmm. because companies need to be able to attract both people who want to work in an office and people who want to work remote yeah. to find the best people yeah so I think that's kind of where where it's growing yeah I agree with that I don't think remote is going away <laughs> no no and I'm actually happy for it because in some situations it is opening you know, opening doors. Yeah, makes definitely. It makes it possible to do certain things. Yeah, like getting together with people from, from different areas of the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, which well, you couldn't do before, really. Well, the thing is, taking this to an extreme, and to just briefly touch upon that, is digital nomad life, right? Mm-hmm. Really just working from any region from the world and being there for like a few weeks and then moving over to another country and another continent, yeah. maybe. Um, that's the thing as well and i think at least it was bigger on my radar a year or two ago maybe a little over two years ago uh kind of faded away a bit um but yeah i guess that's also been uh heightened the possibility been heightened by the fact that covid is a thing right so Mm -hmm. have you ever thought about doing such a thing actually uh, not seriously, but it's definitely <laughs> attractive. Yeah. And I have a friend who's been doing this uh, quite a bit, who I think we should uh, do an episode with. Okay, yeah. And uh, ask him a couple of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but should we uh, go over to the weekly jam? Hell yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you have on your mind? Well, it is something you introduced me to, but I've been working with... Moreover, and I gotta g- guess you know already what I'm gonna say. It is the uh, code editor Z Z E D. I'm uh, really happy with it, uh, as much so because uh, my computer is not heating up as much as it was before. Uh, it has the features, most of the features I want. Uh, it even added the one I needed most, which I couldn't use prior because of my computer heating up, which is GitHub Copilot. So I'm really happy that they did that. And kind of tie back to the main topic here, which funny, I haven't used yet, but the collaboration tool, yep. right? That's something 
they are using a, they they build it as a USB or that's kind of the one of their uh, yeah pillars of uh, mm-hmm. of their product, which I haven't used that. I'm not sure if you have anyone that or you use it or anyone you know that used it, but yeah. No, but it looks it looks good. Yeah, right. It seems like that's where their selling selling point is mm-hmm. and why they could take. Uh, the money as they they, they could because they, they took a lot of money in venture yeah. capital yeah yeah they uh, did yeah <laughs> they did and it seems right now and i think that it's a problem they're actually solving yeah like yeah people who work remote right now it's very hard to do do like pair programming yeah vs code has live share but it's always been kind of buggy mm-hmm. and still is i think yeah and, and i like it as well most like i said because of the how lightweight of a program it is right now written in rust but you know that that all aside it, that i really feel is also a really good uh, mm-hmm. thing um so i'm really happy with uh with yeah. the program and the money is being so far it seems to be to being put to good use because i'm seeing an update like at least once a week mm-hmm. probably even more frequent than that so yeah they they are progressing uh quickly in a good way yeah. yeah that's nice so that's my jam and uh what is brightening your uh, your life i have two weekly gems <laughs> for you okay this time right. um the first is a tv series i've started to watch called succession mm-hmm. i think i'm very late on this ball uh, it seems like everyone's watching it um i'm on season three i think now Mm, okay. um, it's about this super rich family in the US like yeah in, in the, this uh, time area uh, you get to follow like uh, the plot is basically this dad who started the company uh, as a family company he's going to, to die eventually and you get to follow each of his children like trying to get that position like trying mm. to prove themselves to their dad mm. and like the intrigues and people try to take over like yeah it's very very uh, it's very entertaining yeah that's the word all right yeah um how long is an episode like um i think it's quite long maybe like 30 40 minutes or something yeah, yeah, yeah. um i might be wrong but i think it's around that. okay no i just I get a sense of like what the scale is like. Yeah, it's a bit uh, it's a bit hard to get into it in the beginning, mm-hmm. but uh, after five six episodes, you start to understand who everyone is, and yeah. because you get thrown right right into it, ah. and you have to learn each character yourself and like understand who they are. Interesting. Yeah, and the second one is com- something completely different. It's a new restaurant I've tried in Stockholm mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, in fact, uh, called Dunder och Krut. Um, honestly, don't know the translation to English off the top of my head. Um, but it's, it's a really good like Mexican restaurant. They serve tacos and uh, like grilled corn and. Yeah, a bunch of good beers and frozen margaritas and. Do they have mezcal? They do have mezcal. I didn't have any, unfortunately. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, a couple of frozen margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, highly recommend. It's in Kungsholmen in Stockholm. 
um, good prices, nice staff, uh, nice music, and really good food. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. All right, that's uh, been it, I think, for this yeah. Yeah. for this week. Um, if you have any any questions or any takes, just uh, email us at uh, recursivefm at gmail.com or uh, you could uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that works as well. Yeah, exactly. All right. right. Thank you guys for listening and uh, tune in next time. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye, guys.